You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Do us a favour, set us to auto-download and click the button for notifications. That way you won't miss an episode. And don't forget to share. If you like it, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show. And there's a quote from her, because she... And I nearly said she came out after that. I don't mean came out, came out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she like, shagging a ginger prince turned her into a lesbian. That's not what I mean. The premise of that was that one of us would come up with something that revolting that you would never do. Yeah. And you would find out at what point the the money got big enough yeah. for you to actually do it. Well, I, th- I think I think what it really showed us is that some of the things that we thought would be comedically, like, disgusting, we both went... It's all right, isn't it? I'll do it. Yeah, fuck it, a tenner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> By the way, a lot of the things I say on this, I just say just to make it mildly controversial. Otherwise, it would just be called The Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to the mildly controversial review of 2023. I'm glad you got the right year. I was a bit, I was, when I was looking through stuff today, I kept looking at stuff as 2022. I was like, was that last year? Baz, I've got the opposite. The oh. reason I paused in that is because I'm currently watching the darts, which is the 2024 World Championship. Of course, yes, because it finishes next week, which is 2024. <laughs> so, um, so I'm yeah, I, I've confused myself. That's why I had to pause before I said review of 2023. Good stuff. So, what we're going to do here is um, we are going to look back over 2023, look at what we did, look at what the podcast did, um, look at what the big news stories were by month. And some news stories you will definitely have forgotten happened. Um, and also some you probably didn't even know happened. Plenty of those <laughs> stupid news stories from over the uh, over the last 12 months. So, But before we start, I want to tie up a few loose ends from last week's episode and from the live special that we did. Right. Okay. So the first thing I need to say is last week's episode on the audio was called... Can we get our mates to Christmas number one? Oh, yep, yep. Now, under the rules of ten years ago, yes, we bloody well did. Yes, okay. But unfortunately, these days, because um, the top line is that they were the top selling single of uh, of Christmas week, which is incredible. Yeah. They didn't get to Christmas number one because these days, Christmas number one includes streams so yeah. people listening to this. so obviously every christmas now the christmas number one includes people who have got a christmas playlist so they are uh, you know if you put on a christmas playlist and mariah carey slade wham. shaking stevens yeah. wham um wizard the pogues wizard all yeah. of those come on they count towards it not as much as buying it but the bottom line is um, we are massively proud of our mates who took part in that because A, they raised a fortune for charity and B, they were the top-selling single of Christmas week, which in my eyes makes them Christmas number one. Yeah, well, they are Christmas number one on a, on a couple of different charts, aren't they? Yes, and one yeah. of the charts is Christmas sales, it's called. Yes, yeah, yeah. So it excludes uh, streams. So well done to those involved um, um, we were dead proud of you, and you did a really, really good job, and raised a bunch of money for charities included that um, distribute food through food banks. Yeah. So, 
It's an amazing thing. So that's the first thing that I needed to tie up. The I was just saying, before you finish it off, just obviously, mildly controversially, um, Amazon seemed like they were trying to stitch him up. So I know I, I know if you're listening to this on um, Amazon Music, switch over to Spotify. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. I don't know this I don't know this drama, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah. Do what he said. Yes. For the reason he said. I don't know what it is. But I, <laughs> I trust him. Um, okay. So uh, the next thing is that there were two things that happened in the... Um, the live uh, Christmas special that we did. Um, one is um, we discovered that your Christmas gift for me hadn't arrived. Right, now, I yes. need to explain to the listeners why your Christmas gift didn't arrive, Baz, because I use um, I use a, uh, a post office box. Yeah. Okay. It's not that I don't want you to know where I live. because no, it's, it's, it's to stop your fans from finding you. That's what it is. <laughs> so I use a post office box uh, just across the, across the border in Northern Ireland. Um, so when I get something delivered, I have to tell them that it's del- going to be delivered. So I did tell them that something was going to be l- delivered, but you addressed it to Michelangelo Snowden. Yes. <laughs> which is not my name. So basically, <laughs> you've addressed something. You, you've sent something to me for Christmas that doesn't have my name or address on it, and we were confused as to why it didn't arrive. So. Well, because so, obviously I got a few bits and pieces that didn't have my name on, but obviously came to my address. I just assumed... That like I don't know that it would like that there was something different about that address, but obviously lots of people have their stuff there. So it's yeah, 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 yeah. I have to tell them that stuff is coming and they will look out for it. But I've kind of retrospectively done that. So hopefully, uh, on a show, um, hopefully, let's say I don't know, within January, yeah. um, we'll do it anyway. I'll open the uh, I'll open the Christmas gift then. <laughs> um, and then the final thing is that there was a bit of a mystery in that I opened what I thought was your gift. It was a mug yes. that said, I work with legends, yes. which we had a bit of a joke about because I don't work with anyone. So I am my own boss. Therefore, I was the legend, which seemed a bit, um, I don't know, a bit conceited of me to buy that as a Christmas <laughs> gift to myself for Christmas. Not, not completely surprised, though. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not out of character, by the way. Um, but the, um, the mystery has been solved. Emma bought that put my name on it when she ordered it from Amazon. That was for her secret Santa for work. Oh. But it's now mine. So. Okay. <laughs> so we, we've, uh, we, we've, uh, I just wanted to do that little bit of uh, tying up some loose ends. We, it was, it's a bit like the start of the meeting when you cover the minutes of the last meeting. We've got that out of the way. We've got the admin done. Okay. Yes. Um, so this is the review of 2023. Yep. Um, and I wanted to go through a few stats. Okay, this is our 66th podcast of 2023, um, which is incredible. We've had, this is our 52nd regular podcast. We had 13 mini pods and one um, extra bonus special one where we did the um, Squid Game. Okay, so it's our 66th podcast of the year. Now, not including this one, um, because I couldn't do the maths on something that happened in the future. Um, so not including this one, in 2023, we have published 3,301 minutes of podcast. Oh, see, I've got 3,315. I must have rounded up in a few oh, places. Oh, I love the fact that we've both done the really <laughs> long, laborious maths job on it. Yeah. Well, some, but, sometimes, because obviously, if you, so I don't know if you do it on Spotify, but there's a slider. So there's a couple of times I had to go back to the beginning to work out how long it was, because right? I, I didn't want to switch over. Mate. Uh, in which case, I am taking yours. I'm taking okay. your calculation of 3315, which is only 14 minutes. Yeah, yeah. To mine. 
But um, it's 40 minutes more than mine, so that's an important yeah. one. So we've done 3,315 minutes of podcasting this year, yeah. right? That's just under 55 hours of quality podcasting. <laughs> I, it, actually, it's quite a lot under 55 hours of quality podcasting. Can I just it, say... It's just, just under 55 hours of podcasting. Just we, just clarify, neither of us spoke about doing this, and we've both done the exact same thing. Which is oh, so really? Weird. Yeah, yeah. We're oh, so mate, that would have saved me really. an hour and a half this afternoon <laughs> if I'd known you were doing it. Have you worked it as 2.3 <laughs> days as well? I uh, haven't done the days, no, but what I have done, and you don't know this because okay. you don't know the number of downloads as yes. well, is in total this year, Baz, people have downloaded 1.3 million minutes of us two talking shit. Oh my God, that's worrying, isn't it? <laughs> 1.3 million minutes, which is roughly 65 hours a day. Yeah, yeah. So 65 hours a day, people are listening to this. That's incredible. Yes. That is, yeah, that's that's blowing away to be, to be honest. That's, that, that is amazing, is. <laughs> isn't it? So we have to say thank you, yes. um, first and foremost. Thank you for being with us. Um, whether you are new to us or you've been with us from the start, we absolutely love the fact that you were here. Um, and we need to say thank you. Um, so, But also, while we're here... Um, I did a lot of uh, we've, I did a lot of research for the show today, um, and a lot of that was done on the Guardian because we're going through old news articles and stuff. Yeah. And the Guardian, which is a profit-making business that sell advertising, have a thing where they ask you to donate. And I, I'm always really a, a kind of apologetic when I ask for people to donate, but fuck it, because the Guardian, right, make millions through advertising. Yes. And they ask for money, so I'm going to ask for some now, right? So listen. Um, if you're not interested, just skip forward a bit. But what I want to say is that, let us say, 1.3 million minutes of us talking shit have been downloaded, right? We've made zero money in advertising and zero money in sponsorship. Uh, we fund it all ourselves. And we don't ask for much and we don't ask for off, uh, t- too often because we're too embarrassed. But, yeah. um, like I say, The Guardian do it. So I'm going to stop being embarrassed. I'm going to say... Said Wikipedia. Um, what I'm going to do, going into 2024... Um, we are offering people the opportunity to sponsor an episode. Right? Yeah. We want people to donate on a regular basis. Um, so if you donate 30 quid per month, you can, you can uh, sponsor one episode per month. All right? And so once that works out to four people sponsoring, then that works out that covers our costs. All right? Um, we're not going to be in the Cayman Islands with this amount of money. Do you know what I mean? We're just, we're just covering our costs on this one. <laughs> But um, so, um, if you want to um, have us mention your name uh, at the start of one episode a month, or somebody else's name, or a business that you run, or a charity that you want um, to um, to boost the um, the awareness of, or anything like that, or even if you just want me and him to have to say a really stupid phrase a month, once a month. Um, that, then, that, that doesn't seem fair. We do that a lot without being asked to do that. I so. know, but look, <laughs> people could make us say something for the sake of money. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm that, worried about this one. I'm, got, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, look, I, I'm offering people the opportunity to, to make us say anything once a month. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, so one episode a month, um, and uh, we will do that. If you uh, if you want to regularly sponsor us, you could do that by going to buymeacoffee.com slash mildlypod. The options are there. It's in subscriptions. Um, and also, what we're going to do as well, I haven't told Baz this, but we are going to do this. Um, on a semi-regular basis, what we will do, we will have a Zoom call with people who are sponsors. So um, it's the, just to manage your expectations. It's not going to be every day. 
but it might be once every couple of months we will have a Zoom call and we'll just sit and have a drink and a chat with you. All right? yeah. So if that makes any difference whatsoever into your decision of potentially sponsoring the show, then do it. All right? I was going to say, based on the, uh, the little live we did the other night, I think that was, it's quite a nice thing to have a bit of a chat and a roundup with people, isn't it? It is, because um, at the end of the live episode, we kind of stuck around and had a chat with our guests. In the green room, weren't we? Yes. Um, (laughs) So it's basically more of the same of that. If you want to uh, come and have a drink um, online and have a chat with us, uh, I don't know, once every six weeks, two months, something like that, um, then you could do that by uh, by going to buymeacoffee.com slash mildlypod, going to subscriptions, and um, the options are there. If you can't afford 30 quid, there is an option... Um, there for a tenner, which is just regularly throw us a tenner once a month. And that will also help massively in the running costs of this. All yeah. right? There you go. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Normal, if you still are. Yeah, normal service is now resuming. Right, yeah, normal service is now resuming. Put the, the, the begging bowl is now away. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to start, Baz, in January. I know it's a bit left field, but yep. I'm going to start this review of the year in January. Yep. In terms of... Um, news stories. Uh, what was going on in January, Baz? Uh, so, like, so I went to reputable news news sources because uh, I figured that you wouldn't. So, I've uh, the, the the biggest. Yeah, you, you predicted correctly, Baz. <laughs> yeah. None of my news stories are from reputable sources. Right. So, uh, the biggest story in January uh, of 2023 was Thor the Walrus, who uh, who got um, I think he was beached. Uh, in January on uh, Blythe in Northumbria. He was. Yes. I read about this. Yeah, um, he disrupted New Year's Eve celebrations in Scarborough the week before as well. See, that is a uh, a, a very different way of looking at it. So yeah. He disrupted the New Year's celebrations. The way the news story I read was that um, the people of Scarborough decided to, that... Um, that Thor was more important than their New Year's celebrations, so they didn't put, do any fireworks on that because yes. they didn't want to scare the walls. <laughs> so yes, that, that's a sensible story for January. Good old Thor. I think he's, I think he's still about as well. There we go. Right. Well, I've got three stories that uh, from January, Baz. Yep. And um, there's a there's a theme um, of smut, really. I don't oh. know. I don't understand how it's happened. But anyway, the first one is um, Prince Hammy's. Prince Hammy. Yeah, it's a better name. Yeah. Prince Harry's memoirs, Spare, yep. um, which, incidentally, um, were the best-selling non-fiction book of all time, tragically, Yes, um, were broadly forgettable, um, but for a bit about him losing his virginity behind a pub to an older lady. Now, I've had a look a bit more into this. It turns out she was 18 and he was 16. Yep. And there's a quote from her, because she... And I nearly said she came out after that. I don't mean came out, came out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, she like, shagging a ginger prince turned her into a lesbian. That's not what I mean. Um, she um, she basically had kept it quiet the whole time, but he'd mentioned it in the book, and she went, well, fuck it. It's me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Ms. Walpole, she's called. So um, when referring to the encounter, Ms. Walpole said that the two of them had been drinking at the Vine Tree Inn in Norton, Wiltshire, when they snuck off into a field behind the historic pub's car park. Prince Harry's first time was uh, behind a pub car park. Yep. Um, and apparently it was just a very quick knee trembler by all accounts. Um, well, but, 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 uh, but I think the um, one thing they're just glossing over in this is that, um, is that the current King of England's son was drinking in a pub at 16 years old. 
How very dare he? Why why are you surprised by the fact that royal the royal princes could do what the fuck they want? Because it was his grandmother's rules at the time. <laughs> yeah. She made the laws yeah. and I thought he would have had more respect for her. Yeah, well, they don't follow the rules, do they? <laughs> Let's get on to Prince Andrew if you want to talk about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pro- uh, we we don't have any stories covering Prince Andrew this year, thankfully, because yep. he stayed the fuck out of the limelight this year. Yeah. He was mentioned one day, when he, by me, when I, when I was at Windsor, because he got involved with something we were doing. Yes. Yeah, yes. Um, and I'm going to leave that deliberately vague so yeah. people can wonder what Prince Andrew was doing with you. Oh, yeah. If you can find that and put it in the comments, I'd love to hear it. <laughs> So, um, the next one is Sex Act broadcast during Flincher Council online meeting. Oh, is this, uh, is this one person doing a sex act? Um, it is, Baz, yes. yes. So I, I, do, yeah, I have seen this one. <laughs> so, viewers of Flincher Council's online cabinet meeting were stunned this morning when it was interrupted by an apparent sex act by a member of the public. Uh, the interruptions uh, to the meeting began towards the end of the cabinet discussions on waste strategy, when a voice could be heard speaking to councillors. Further into the meeting, the Zoom screen was taken over and a man could be seen indulging in what appeared to be a sex act. So he was knocking one out on full screen in a Zoom meeting, whilst a huge number of Flinch at Council, I presume, were hurriedly and panically trying to figure out how to get this lad off screen. <laughs> Which I think is a tremendous... The meeting was then brought to an abrupt halt within seconds, later resuming. Presumably, um, once they'd given the uh, the lad time uh, to be spent. To sort himself and, uh, out. To carry on and, <laughs> and just, just finish what he was doing. As you can imagine, they... Um, after that, the, uh, the, the, the news is that Flinch, uh, Flincher Council... Um, now don't hold uh, Zoom meetings. Once bitten. Um, exactly. <laughs> and then the final story on this one is, um, it's about, uh, you may remember this one actually, It's uh, it was a football match, uh, I believe Liverpool versus Wolves, um, uh, covered by the BBC in the FA Cup, um, when Gary Lineker was talking to camera and uh, an internet an internet prankster Yes. had um, gaffer taped a mobile phone to the back of the set. Was that January? God, it seems It was like January, and they had a noise of a lady being in, in, pleasured, she would yes. say. She was enjoying herself. She sounded like she was being way. pleasured, yes. She <laughs> sounded like she was having a right old time of it. So female sex noises were set up as the ringtone of this phone, and he rang the phone while the coverage was live. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they didn't have a clue what was going on. Now, the interesting thing is that it kind of wraps it back up uh, to the end of 2023, is he did exactly the same thing on the Euros draw in December. All right. <laughs> and, they, uh, and they were trying to do the draw for the Euros tournament, and he was he uh, he interrupted that in exactly the same way. So, well done to Internet Prankster, whose name I don't have to hand. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't need a name, does it? No, it's not important. <laughs> Can I make an apology to anybody listening to the podcast? I've got a really bunged up nose, so if you're wondering if it sounds like me, then it, it doesn't sound like me. It is me. I've also got a cold. Yeah. Um, uh, I would like to apologise uh, because I can't be asked. 
editing out all of me and Baz going, so you'll yeah. just have to deal with it. <laughs> it's it's real, man. It's real. <laughs> Keeping it real, Baz. Right. So I've, I've already, like I said, I've got a headline from February. It's yep. really dull. I'm going to go through it really quickly, and we'll move yep. on to you again. And the only notable thing that happened in February was uh, the Russian-Ukraine conflict, the end. On to you. <laughs> <laughs> if only it was the end. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, sorry. The, the, the thing that started that month. Yes, that kicked off. Yeah, so um, we'll spin it, on from February. Yeah. <laughs> we don't really want to dwell on February too much. But yeah. I will just say that um, two things were that the Valentine's Nightmares episode we did yes. uh, was our most downloaded episode of all. Ah. Now, that was a combination of the fact that people really enjoyed it. People got involved by sending us their stories. But also, it was around about February where we asked people to rinse us on uh, Facebook reviews. Oh, mate, that seems like ages ago And that ago boosted well. everything. Yeah. So that boosted everything. So while we're here... Um, if you would like to support the podcast, but um, don't feel like you want to give us any money or you can't give us any money, a way you can contribute to our growth is if you go to facebook.com slash mildlypod yep. and you click on reviews, if you give us a five-star review and then absolutely rinse us in the comments of that, if you click recommend, it'll say that you recommended and it'll give us a five-star review. But absolutely rinse us in the comments. Yeah. So say whatever you want, as harsh <laughs> as you like. The harsher, the better in the comments. Because then what we will do is we will read them out in a further uh, in a future episode. Yeah. And also, another question for me is um, we need more people to follow the page because I, I I set quite a high bar about a number that we that are followers that we wanted to achieve on the page before I would do a whole episode in an American accent. Um, I want to bring it forward now, but I think it'd be cheap. It would do a big disservice to everybody if I did. But I'm. Like if we, if we, I've got to do it eventually, haven't I? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, another reason for you to go and leave a recommendation, a five star review, and rinse us in the comments of that is um, if you get us to three thousand two hundred followers, Baz will do an entire episode of this in an American accent. I've heard Baz's American accent briefly. Um, and it's awful, so yeah. please go and do that now. Well, Facebook.com uh, Facebook yeah. Facebook slash MildlyPod. But I will actually get some voice coaching before I go to the next one, because I think it's important. I'm so, a professional, uh, for God's sake. So I think what Baz <laughs> means is that we need to get to 3,200 very, very quickly, so Baz doesn't have time to make that happen. Okay, the other thing that uh, I wanted to mention about February is that we had Dana on for the first time this yes. year. Yes. Um, and Dana was on four episodes yes. this year. She was so, on I, I, one I episode to, in February, yeah. two in September, and yeah. one in November. So yeah. I think she, that I'm think I'm right in saying that she is officially um, the person who was on our podcast the most often this year, yeah. closely followed by, by Clara, Clara. Correct. Yeah, and then then Robbie Knox, then uh, and then you and Thomas. There you go. They were twos as well. Whereas uh, whereas Clara was on three times. Yes. There you go. Okay, so on to March. It's a shit month as well. Uh, March was the walkout month. It's when everyone decided to go on strike all of a sudden. So that was like when it, industrial action kicked in. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get back to work, you bastards. Um, anyway, uh, that's not the official line of the Mildly Controversial <laughs> podcast, by the way. Um, that's a shit well, yeah, no, it's not far off it. Anyway, the <laughs> um, another thing that happened in March is we did a bunch of in-person recording. So oh, me yes. and Baz did a bunch of uh, recordings that went out on... Uh, one went out in March, and then they went out in further uh, further months after that. Uh, that we the... also went to watch the Happy Hour in oh, March, yes, Baz. we did. Was it then? 
Uh, yes, um, which uh, which was brilliant, really good fun. We got to meet uh, Jack Mate and Stevie White uh, and Alfie Indra and Robbie Knox, yep. um, who, as we've just mentioned, would be a guest on two of our episodes uh, from then on. So, um, so that was brilliant. Really, really enjoyed our time, and uh, we were um, made to be. We were made to feel very welcome. Yeah, we had um, backstage and everything, didn't we? We did go backstage, um, and I went backstage with Shay later on in the year, um, and they were all amazing. Again, um, came up, said hello, um, chatted to Shay, and uh, um, I know this sounds stupid, but remembered me. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I know that sounds stupid. It sounds a bit fanboy. Oh, they but, must meet thousands. Uh, but, but they and thousands must, of yeah, people. they must, yeah, exactly. They must meet thousands and thousands of people. And yeah. I know we met in slightly different circumstances. We were uh, a mate of. Robbie's brother. Yeah. Uh, but even so, um, <laughs> I was uh, I, I was I was touched that that was the case. And um, yeah. if if anybody on the internet says that Jack May is anything other than a fucking marvelous human being, um, send them to me and I will put them straight. Yeah. And also, he didn't have time to get that restraining order on you, did he? So <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> so so he doesn't know. But I'll come again. Oops, so, did, but, oh, I just have. Yeah. So on to April. So the biggest thing that month was my birthday, right at the start. Absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, one of the other quick mention because it's part of my year. That was the low point in my year because just after that, uh, my best friend Spud died, and we, yes. we, we did some stuff on here. The nice thing about that was that obviously he raised a lot of money on you know on his behalf for his funeral, uh, and we did some nice stuff on here. And and you were you were you were really good. So I you know I'll never forget how good you were about the sort of time that I was on here as well. All that was going on as well in the world. Oh, boring. More price rises and food prices. It was it was the beginning of the sort of uh, the cost of living crisis, as we like to do yeah, the accent. Yeah, uh, everyone's shitting themselves because pasta's gone from 70 pence to a pound. Yes. Because <laughs> it's, it's up 40%. Yes. <laughs> you can still feed your family for a week off a quid. Calm yes. down, Doris. Anyway. So, um, yeah, that's what happened in April. In the, in, around there, anyway. Yeah, well, the, the other thing, uh, Baz, was that um, that's when Clara's book launch was. So oh, that was yes. another time where we spent together on yes. a night out in actual in you know actual human contact. Was that your quick trip over? <laughs> um, it was, yeah, yeah, um, which was brilliant. Really enjoyed, uh, really enjoyed that. We went to the Groucho Club in London. Yeah, something. You now that's a you know bucket list. Yeah, yeah. thing ticked off. Um, people um, who don't know um, the Groucho Club, it is a very famous celebrity hangout um, in London, and um, yeah, we got to tick that box that we went uh, went there for a night out. It, it was quite a funny one because that was on a Wednesday night, uh, and it was very close to the time uh, that I was moving. So when we got up on Thursday morning, I was going back to Windsor. You were heading back off to Ireland, and the movers were stood outside, ready to get into the house, weren't they? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> very dramatic so you, morning. You, you can't come in. You can't come in and pack up the house yet. Because there's a, a vagrant from Ireland on the city. We'll have to move him and put him onto a train to the airport. And then you can come in and have a look. That's hilarious, isn't it? Yeah, it was. So uh, in terms of news articles, Baz, I do have something slightly Good. more lighthearted than um, the cost of living crisis. Yep. The headline of this is Arnold Schwarzenegger rebuked for filling L.A. pothole that was not a pothole. Oh, it looked like it in so, the video I saw. Well, I like to think... Uh, see, just from that headline, I have visions of uh, the fact that he the, there was um, there was an old naked man who was sunbathing face down 
and Arnold Schwarzenegger's gone and filled his ass with concrete. <laughs> but unfortunately, it's not as uh, as comedic as that. But yeah. it is still um, noteworthy. Yeah. In that, um, basically, um, Arnold Schwarzenegger, now he's not governor, has got fucking loads of time on his hand. He's and turned buddy. into a bit of a busybody. Um, and he's found a, a what he says is a pothole in the street. And he's like, kind of being... Um, the superhero that he thinks he is uh, by basically filling in this, what he says is a pothole uh, with concrete and sand and yeah. stuff. Um, and then um, very shortly afterwards, um, utility workers came and said, why have you filled in our service trench? We oh, were right. finished with that. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it did. So there's like all these people where... pissed off that their fucking water's not working or something like that. And, um, and Arnie's come along um, like Terminator and, and, and filled in this hole and delayed the fixing of these people's utilities. I, I love the, I love the story like this. Cause like, obviously what is this? This is April, isn't it? This is April. I, yeah. I remember seeing the story and then obviously saying, Oh yeah, look, you know, I thought it was a joke that they'd said it wasn't a pothole cause maybe it wasn't big enough. Cause I saw, I saw the video of him filling it in. Yeah. This is the first time I've heard the, the backstory now of like, you know, it's a utility trend. So basically. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The fact that they needed that hole. Yeah. So, Basically, Arnold, thanks. fuck off and don't get involved with stuff that you don't... That exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody needs to make him governor of California again yeah, yeah, so yeah. that he can stop being such a fucking busybody. And, or, maybe he might actually look into the sort of... Um, <laughs> look into whether that is needed or not before he fills it in. <laughs> okay, on to May, Buzz. So May is a bit more interesting in my life than it clashes with something that was in the news. Uh, so this was the month that King Charles II was uh, coronated. Uh, and I was involved with the sort of like the build-up celebrations of that because it's around about the same time that I'm down at Windsor. That's and, right. And uh, yeah, so that was the biggest thing of the month, I think, of May. Uh, I, I remember, from a personal point of view, being in the grounds listening to uh, Take That and a few other bands, like, you know, practising yeah, literally saying. like, you know, 100 metres away from me. But uh, yeah, so that's a big thing of that. Uh, not particularly interesting, Um but yes, King Charles II was coronated. Well, you say it's not particularly interesting, Baz. You were involved in a work capacity in something that people will be learning about in school in 200 years' time. Oh, yeah. So I would say it is quite interesting. So, yeah. But just, um, I know we have a, a, a decent number of uh, listeners in the US, and they don't have a monarchy, so I'll just uh, explain a little bit about <laughs> the, um, the coronation um, celebrations uh, involve the whole country eating coronation chicken sandwiches for a yeah. week. Yeah, and wearing it's, crowns. It's about it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and waving our little Union Jack flags. That's what we do. That's doing. it. Not over here, though, funnily no, no. enough. It wasn't covered as as, as wasn't covered as much on a country that uh, was occupied by the Brits for 800 years. Yeah. Um, my Irish listeners will appreciate the fact I said 800, not 700. I'm not going to explain why, but they will. <laughs> anyway. Um, speaking of stuff that happened centuries ago, that was the same month, Baz, that me and you did an episode in, uh, well, so we broadcast the episode. I can't remember when we filmed it. Um, but we broadcast the episode in the 400-year-old pub. Yes, yes. Uh, which well, was a brilliant one. I really enjoyed that one. We we played a game of um, <coughs> your hometown shitter than my hometown. Yeah, unfortunately we played it in my hometown, which <laughs> doesn't go down very well, <laughs> but I was in the shittest town of the two. Yeah, but I thought it was quite brave of me to um, to claim victory 
um, in your hometown that your hometown was shitter than my hometown in a public place whilst people were drinking alcohol. Well, I remember when you kind of set it up because you, you, you don't, I think you've always wanted to do it in a public place, haven't you, one of the podcasts? Yeah. And, and um, so we, we obviously had this place as a venue, you know, not this place, my old house as a venue. And uh, then you said, oh, no, I booked it. And then, yeah, we could just go there at any time. And of course, um, like, so I don't really, I've never really been, when I used to live in Kempston, like, dr- drank in that pub very much over the years. I've been in there maybe, yeah. I don't know, once a year for the, my entire life. Yeah. And uh, it was that day that someone walked in and, you know, said hello to me. And then one of my mates I saw later on in there. But the, but I think the, the, the whole stick of that episode was the fact we were going to be in a pub which was older than the United States of America, right? Yes. That, 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 was, the, that was the whole joke, wasn't it, really? Was the fact That's that it. We're in a pub older than your country. So, you know, exactly. we've got history and you've got absolutely none. And, but, and now you're in a house that is older <laughs> than the United States. Yes. And, 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 and we did mention at the time, you know, when we say is older than the United States, we mean... Is uh, was built uh, before um, white people stole the country that is now known as the United States. But we're still mildly controversial. It's fine. That should uh, that, that should that should prod a few Americans with a stick, shouldn't it? Uh, yeah. It, well, look. Let's just go along the lines of saying one of us means it and one of us doesn't mean it, and we won't tell you which one. Yeah, we're not telling you which there one you it go. is. So yeah, you can, you'll have to you'll have to still love us both or hate us both because we'll never reveal who it is who Lovely. means that. It's like, it's like which one to take that is gay <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah to this which day. one isn't <laughs> yeah. the whole had a go buzz let's have it right where are we up to <laughs> june <laughs> all right so look the uh, news story in june quite a sad one but also a little bit like <laughs> fuck them uh the titan submersible was uh went missing and then <clears throat> was found I think it was sort of four days later, all yes. squished at the bottom of the sea. It's basically a submarine that had billionaires on board who wanted to go and watch the Titanic. And I think largely it was, obviously, it's, it's a bit grim. It's not nice when somebody dies, but there were some people kind of go, well, fuck them. You know, they, they used their money to go on this trip to go and see the Titanic, and it cost them their lives. Um, I'm a little less on board with it like that. I was kind of, well... You know, so, so you're a little less on board with the theme that if somebody's been successful and made a lot of money, they deserve to be killed. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's more the fact that that's like you don't need to use your wealth to go and show off and or do something which a lot of people would say is a little bit kind of grim. You know, because like Titanic is basically a, a graveyard, isn't it, of, of people yeah. and stuff like that. So James Cameron's been down there 15 times, though. Well, yeah, yeah. He was making a documentary on it. Wasn't do, he? Do, 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 yeah. <laughs> He's making a bit, make a documentary about Jack. Yeah. That's what he was doing. No, no, but you know what I mean. It's, yeah. Maybe he was trying to find Jack. Yes, but look, he, but, he wanted to see if DiCaprio was tall enough to play him. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so the, basically, the world is a little bit like you know, they did a thing which is not accessible to lots of people, and it's quite dangerous, and they died. You know, sorry. <laughs> anyway, cheer it. So, if you do have lots of money, Baz's advice is only do safe stuff. No, 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 no. I'll never say that. But it's the thing is, yeah, don't expect to garner any sympathy off a load of people that don't have as much money as you. Maybe is the message I'm saying. Jealous people. That's what I call them, Baz. <laughs> <laughs> and you're on it tonight, aren't you? Like, if we go, we're going to be down to 2,000 followers tomorrow. <laughs> Right, where are you? So you got a story, and, and what podcast did we do in the month of um, in June, June? June is when we had Robin Ox on. Ah, nice. Um, yes. If you haven't uh, listened to the podcasts that uh, Robin Robin Ox was on too, uh, because he was 
he was uh, gracious enough to uh, to put up with us for uh, a long time, so we split it into two. Yeah. So um, those who don't know Robin Knox, Robin Knox is on one of the most successful UK uh, podcasts, and uh, he's now started another one on BBC yeah. uh, called Moon Underwater, which is a very good po- uh, very good podcast as well. Yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you are going to go and download that one. Or start listening to that one. You need to stop listening to one that's not us. Right? Yes, so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that happened there, and I'm not sure on the time. I couldn't be asked to look at the full-on timeline of this, right? Yeah. But the whole Musk versus Zuckerberg thing happened in June stroke July. Oh, it was just right? the, uh, the thing. It started in threads. June and it went through. So, yeah. So, um, basically, Musk bought Twitter, yeah. sacked a load of people, Changed the name to X, and six months in, we're still calling it Twitter. Well done, Musk. So then, uh, Musk kicked off because Zuckerberg hired, you ready for this, a load of ex-employees. Yep. Thanks, mate. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, he he employed them all because Zuckerberg got rid of him because said, all these people are shit. Zuckerberg hired them all to launch Threads. Zuckerberg then threatened legal action because they'd poached his uh, employees, not understanding that once you fire somebody, somebody else hiring them isn't poaching them. That's just them hiring unemployed people. Yeah. Um, And then Threads was launched, and Threads was – this is going into July, but – um, Threads was launched in July and became the fastest growing consumer software application in history. Yeah. With 100 million users in five days. Yeah. But at the end of July, uh, they only had 8 million active daily users. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I was one of the ones that was one of the 100 million, but not one of the 8 million because they let me download it. They let me post on it for a bit and then went, Hold on, you're in the EU. So then it became like read only. Yeah. So I couldn't comment, I couldn't post, I couldn't share, I couldn't anything. So I was like, fuck it, that's pointless. So I stopped using it. But I've only just realized through looking through this, it was launched in the EU two weeks ago. Right, so I'm back on it now. So I went on there and it was like shouting into a massive empty room because yeah, yeah. there's nobody there anymore. Yeah, well, they made this place <laughs> big enough for 100 million people and now there's only 8 million people in there. One of the things that came out of that is that um, basically um, one of them one of them challenged the other one to a cage fight. Yes. And then Dana White, who's the CEO of... Um, UFC, he got involved, and apparently he said there's no limit on what this thing can make. So he got dead excited, saying that this was going to make more money than Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor, Um, which it definitely would have done. So yeah, Musk said, um, I'm up for a cage fight if he is. And then he tweeted going, yeah, go on then, let's get it on. Because because Zuckerberg is into like jiu-jitsu or something, isn't he? Yes. Um, whereas Elon Musk isn't. So yes. He's just much bigger. Yeah. So um, it's a shame that that uh, never actually stra- transpired into um, two billionaires knocking the shit out of each other. Yeah. Um, hopefully to the death, Baz. 
Well, um, yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> it's either that or they just go, you know, summary racing, yeah. Yes. <laughs> the loser has to go in, a, in an ill-equipped submarine made yeah. of sticky back plastic and paper. It's exactly what it was and made then... of, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Buzz, what we uh, what were we saying for July then? So, uh, oh, yes, yeah, so, so July was... is. is like traditionally, the, uh, the the big movies of the year come out in July, and uh, this year's big movies both came out in the same weekend. We're at the opposite end of the of the kind of the intellectual scale when it comes down to movies, and you had Barbie <laughs> yes. uh, on one end, which actually is it's a much better film than than um, it kind of sells itself as, and Oppenheimer. So a lot of people are going to go and see Barbie on one night and then Oppenheimer the next day, or both in the same day. But they both did hugely successful numbers. And uh, actually, yeah, I've seen them both, and they are really good movies. So, Baz, it will come as no surprise to you nor any of our listeners uh, to know that I've seen neither of them. Yeah, I just thought I'd had the cultural kind of episode of like, you know, <laughs> modern culture onto our thing. I've probably watched more movies in 2023 than I have in the rest of my life put together. Go. That's pretty good. Um, it's still a very small number, but it's work in progress. Yes, yeah, but you're far too busy editing the podcast to be able to have any time at all. Exactly, yes. <laughs> uh, editing 3,315 hours. Minutes. Yes. <laughs> Not hours, minutes. It felt like, it felt like hours. Years. <laughs> okay, so um, one story you may have missed from July, Baz. The headline is, Doctors reattach boy's head after he was internally decapitated while riding a bike. Internally? Internally decapitated. Basically, his head came off, but the skin around his neck held it in place. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I didn't know that internally decapitated was a thing, Baz. So, so, it's so a it's new pinched, phrase It was me. pinched off, I take it, and they didn't cut the skin. It, I, I don't know. I don't know the details of it, but... Um, so, basically, he would have looked like one of those teddies where the neck goes and the head's just wobbling. I, I don't know, Baz. I don't know that much detail. <laughs> <laughs> but when I read the first two sentences of this new story, Baz, yeah. see if you can see why this gets very close to being... Um, ironic yep. in a political and religious way. Right. Bearing in mind we cover neither politics nor religion. Yeah, go on then. Surgeons in Israel <laughs> successfully managed to reattach a boy's head after he was hit by a car whilst out riding his bike. The team of doctors in Israel reattached the head of Palestinian Suleiman Hassan 12 after he suffered an internal decapitation when he was hit by a car. Right. <laughs> this was in July. Yeah. Uh, so, so this kid is basically thanking his lucky stars that this dreadful thing happened in July. Yeah. Not now. Yes. And that's as much as I'm going to say <laughs> on that subject. I, I'm, I'm going to investigate internal decapitation before, before the next podcast. And I'll, I'll, yeah, and yeah, I'll, I'll deliver I, the I look, entire synopsis of what goes on with that. I look forward to that featuring largely in your internet search history, Buzz. <laughs> um, so uh, I do have a little bit yep. of uh, extra detail. Um, the procedure involved surgically reattaching the base of his skull to the top of his spine. Right, yep. Internal decapitation is an extremely rare injury which occurs when a sudden impact causes the ligaments and muscles holding the head right. to the top vertebra of the spine to tear. Got yeah. So basically his head came off. Yes. But didn't come off. Yeah. 
It, was, it <laughs> detached itself. Doctors say the boy's head had almost completely detached from the base of his neck. Yeah. But the skin and major blood vessels remained intact. Got you. So it's basically everything inside came apart. Everything outside stayed together. Yeah. And stopped him from dying. Yeah. So basically, if they hadn't sorted him out, he would have had a wobbly head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it may have been a little bit more serious than that, Baz. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Suleiman. Oh, you mean wobbly head Suleiman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, well, give, give your head a wobble. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yes, we will go no further into the fact that this Palestinian boy's life was saved by Israeli doctors. Yeah. You can fill in the gaps because we don't do religion or politics. Back in the good and old days. And that's definitely a bit of both. <laughs> Now on to August, Baz. Uh, uh, what what were the big news stories? So there's only really one thing that took place in August that sort of dominated the news, and that was the Women's World C- Football Cup. <laughs> that, that, yeah, I, I recognise all those words, Baz, <laughs> but it sounded like you said them all in a different language. Let's, let's, let me go through them again. It was the Women's World Cup of football. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it's called? The Women's World Cup of Football. <laughs> well, so this is this is primarily to help out uh, our American listeners who would think uh, would understand what the world the World Cup would be. Well, I think yeah, but but I think that the uh, the listeners in the states would have um, may have been following it because the women's team, the US NWT, yeah, no WNMT, yeah, I don't know, whatever, US National Women's Team. Um, are very popular in the States. Yeah, um, yeah. But they didn't stay in the World Cup for very long this time, they so they may yeah. have lost interest quite early. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, England got through to the final. They, they lost 1-0 to uh, a strangely divided Spanish team. Yes. Uh, so there was just, uh, the controversial part of that build-up to the Spanish team was uh, they ended up, a lot of the players walked out over, yeah. over I think, some patriarchal. There's definitely some sort of men issues at the club it was men's fault yeah yeah but yeah no but the weird thing was afterwards uh when they won and they went up on to collect their medals it all kicked off again because uh what is he the chairman or secretary yeah, the, the, or the, 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 the chief of the spanish yeah, yeah. football federation decided to put a full-on lips kiss head held snog onto one of the players who hadn't really <laughs> like well, i don't know yeah, but well i mean the, i'll stand I up describe as a snog i would just he basically put his hands like to paint a picture with words yeah, yeah, as yeah. we like to do on this he grabbed the girl's head on either side yeah. and planted a peck on her lips yeah okay he, he kissed like, her basically he kissed her yeah. on the lips but grabbed her just in a joyous way and stuff like that but yeah apparently um despite the fact that she walked off smiling yeah. um and looked fully accepting of kiss at the time yeah um she changed her mind afterwards uh, not judging just you are a little bit changed... i can see in your voice well, you know, <laughs> i'm only making it mildly controversial Baz. that's all i'm doing um now nah, she she like it became a massive thing and it became like pretty much like public sexual assault. Yeah. It was an unwanted gesture that he didn't do for everybody else and he did it for her. I think that was part of the issue as well. Yeah. But yeah. I think it's because they had a relationship and they could, not a sexual relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they knew each other well. Anyway, yeah. whatever. Yeah, let's move on. In fact, bloke did something he shouldn't have done, yeah. got bollocked, <laughs> now hasn't got his yes. job. But that was that, that almost became sort of the biggest end to the World Cup was that, that rather than the actual football, which was, yes, by and large, pretty decent as a tournament. Yes, it was. 
Cool. Let's <laughs> that probably won't make it into the edit, but let's carry on. Oh, I don't know. It depends how brave I am when I'm editing, Buzz. Uh, by the way, a lot of the things I say on this, I just say just to make it mildly controversial. Otherwise, it would just be called the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The mildly so, podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So uh, in terms of episodes, uh, my favorite episode of August, Baz, was the um, You Do What For How Much. Oh, yeah, yeah. was one of my favorite ones. And we definitely will do that one again. Because yep. um, the, the, the premise of that was that one of us would come up with something that d- revolting that you would never do, yep. and you would find out at what point the the money got big enough yeah. for you to actually do it. Well, I, th- I think I think what it really showed us is that some of the things that we thought would be comedically like disgusting, we both went, "It's all right, isn't it? I'll do yeah, it." Fuck it, a tenner. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you need to go back and listen to that one. I'd forgotten about that. To that one from August. It was a very very good episode, <laughs> and also the news story that um, I picked out for August is one that we covered in September on uh, our Mad News episode. All right. And it was a Texas woman has recounted her terror after being attacked simultaneously by a hawk and a snake while she was mowing the lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Peggy Jones from Silsby near Beaumont was carrying out the garden chore when a snake fell on her, seemingly out of the sky, and wrapped itself around her arm. The snake was squeezing so hard, and I was waving my arm in the air, Miss Jones said. And then this hawk swooped down, clawing at my arm over and over. So it turns out that the hawk had caught the snake. This sounds a bit like the the spider and <laughs> yes. s- the, the, something at the spider and the dog at the cat and all that. Anyway, the um, it turns out that the hawk had picked up the snake. The snake probably bit the hawk. The hawk went, ouch, let go of it, dropped it onto Peggy Jones. Yep. Um, Peggy Jones was, ouch snake on me and it was biting her and it was leaving like venom on her glasses and yep. stuff so which would have been her eyes obviously had it not been for her glasses and then the hawk came down and went no i want that snake after all so it came down and it started clawing at peggy's arm to take the snake back um and if you, you'll you'll undoubtedly remember her response to this buzz which was I just kept saying, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. And we had this whole conversation on the episode of maybe your husband's called Jesus. Yes, and she was saying, help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. But I've since seen a, um, a video interview with the lady. All right. And Peggy Jones was indeed asking Jesus to help her. Now, we don't do religion, as we say. Um, but Peggy went on to say that She's the luckiest person alive to have survived this. Baz and I were uh, questioning uh, Jesus' role in this whole yeah, thing. Exactly. Uh, because um, if Jesus loved her enough, he probably wouldn't have thrown a snake, then a hawk, yeah. at the woman in the first place. Yeah, but he also would have, in, you know, there would have been some intervention had he so desired. Had he, you know. Well, do, do you know what I mean? Is, is like, Baz, I'm not a religious man, um, but I'm luckier. I, Jesus looked after me more than he looked after her, yeah. and she is a devout Christian. So, so where's the logic in that, Jesus? Hey, happy birthday, by the way. That's <laughs> 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 a bit belated. It's only a couple of days. Oh, ago, is he still banging on about his yeah. birthday? That was three days ago, Baz. Are we moving on to September? Yes. All right, so the biggest news story in this country, in England at that time, was uh, the escape of. Uh, prisoner, terror suspect, Daniel Khalif from Wandsworth Prison. 
I forgot about that. Yeah, so this is the one where he obviously either hid under a van or did it. You know, yeah, he, was, he, he strapped himself underneath a yeah. supply van. So he did it like didn't he? It's like a movie plot. He got himself out, yeah. and then he was on the run for X amount of time. Um, uh, four days. Twitter four days. amount of time, I think yes. I'm still calling it. Yes. Uh, he was eventually apprehended in North Alt, around 40 miles away, after four days, and a £20,000 reward was issued. So basically someone grassed him up. Good. <laughs> Although quite an ingenious little way of getting out there. But also four days on the run, like in this country, where there was not a lot of the news going on at the time. It's yeah. like it was a big story. Everyone was, oh my God, he's going to turn up here. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, he, he, he did very, very well, A, to escape, and B, to stay on the run for four days. Yeah. In these days of social media and 24-hour news TV. Yeah, so that was a decent story in terms of, like, the, you know, the nation being gripped. It's like a proper old-school you know, story that everyone was, like, talking about. Whereas in the States, Baz... Yes. What was happening at the time was um, a Florida woman borrowed an alligator and kept it in the hotel bathtub. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's what everyone talks about here. As well. It's a similar sort of story, Baz. Yes, um, could happen to anybody. A woman was arrested in Orange County for stealing an alligator and keeping <laughs> it in her hotel bathtub. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission, brackets FWC. Yep. Now, I'm a bit of a stickler about things like that. There's more than three letters in the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Committee. Yeah. It's not the FWC, it's the FFWCC. Yeah, but yeah. anyway... We'll, we'll carry on. I thought I needed mentioning. <laughs> um, they received a call to the Grove Resort and Water Park in Orange County. The Orange County Sheriff's Office was asking for assistance in dealing with a young alligator that a woman was keeping in her hotel bathtub. According to the FWC, or FWCC, yep. as I'm going to call it, um, she borrowed the alligator without permission to take pictures with during her five-day stay at the resort. Madison Stefan... 26, revealed she had previously worked at Croc Encounters in Tampa Bay, which allows live alligators for display. The FWC, FFWCC, said Stefan went to Croc Encounters before opening hours, used the keys to get in the building, and proceeded to get the gator, take the gator with her. She then drove back to the resort where she placed it in the bathtub with water inside it. Booth said Stefana told her she had a surprise for her. <laughs> that surprise being a stolen alligator. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how fucking boring your five-day stay on holiday's got to be before you go, <sighs> to your mate, what are we going to do? Don't worry, I've got a surprise. Yep. Oh, we're in Florida. Are we going to Disney World? No, 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 no. Universal Studios. No, no, no. You just wait there. I've got a great surprise for you. And you come back with a baby alligator and put it in the bath. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I think Daniel Khalif's got a much better idea about spending four days when he's not at work. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did somebody keep him in the bath? Well, maybe that's where he was hiding too. <laughs> maybe Daniel and said alligator are living in parallel universes. There you go. And they've experienced the same thing, but from very different points of view. That's exactly what it is. Right, <laughs> October, Baz. Uh, October's a really quick one. Uh, the Gaza, Gaza conflict really kicked off then, so move on. <laughs> yeah. Um, Suleiman, with his fixed neck, was thinking, fucking hell, thank yeah. God this didn't happen six <laughs> months before. Exactly. Right, there we go. Um, in terms of our shows, we had you and Thomas on for two parts. Yes. Again, if you haven't listened to the podcast with you and Thomas, we did two with him. Again, because... Um, you and Thomas, I, I don't like picking favourites, but you and Thomas was my favourite guest of the year. And the reason for that is that obviously he's, a, he's an Olympian, he's an Olympic silver medalist, um, loads of really interesting stories. Yep. 
very forthcoming with his stories, and I was basically able to ask him a question, sit back for a couple of minutes while he talked, having a drink. Yes. So um, if you are one of our other guests from this year, don't be offended, but if you want me to say that you're my favourite of 2024, if we ask you back, um, if I ask you a question... Talk for a couple of minutes so I could just sit, listen, enjoy myself, and have a uh, have a drink. And um, to to be honest, when uh, with with Ewan, I was enjoying the podcast so much at times and enjoying his story at some. His story finished. You won't get this because it was edited yeah. out. His story finished, and then there was just silence, and I was like, "Oh, podcast! Oh yes. shit! Oh shit! I'm the <laughs> <Yeah>. host. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yes, uh, right. Well, I'll, I'll ask you something else then. Right. So look, so one of the subjects because I also wrote down my favourite guest of the year. Uh, but so this is not designed to embarrass you or, or anything like that. But your son was my favourite guest of the year because oh, he was such a good. He will he, like that. No, no, but it was, on a genuinely, it was it was it was a really good one because obviously you pitted us against each other in a a kind of Gen Z versus old, Boomer versus yeah, Gen yeah. Z, where we. But you know, we we, we poetic life yeah. moved moved you up to and Boomer. A, and as the and as the podcast go on now, we've, we've we've had a few like you know regular fans of the show come on for want of a better term, and yes. Shay Shay knows the show really well and. Uh, uh, I quite often chat to him before we go on air or afterwards and stuff like that. So yeah. to actually get him on and for him to be part of it was a really nice one for me. And I, like I said, not doing it just to be sort of like, you know, sentimental or schmoozy, but it was a really good one for me. Oh, very good. So if you want to listen to that one, that one is uh, Boomer versus Gen Z. Search yeah. for that one. In terms of news stories, Baz, in October, yep. um, I think we'll all agree that the... Uh, the most significant news story of the um, of the month was um, chaos erupted on an EasyJet plane after a passenger defecated on the floor, cancelling the flight and leaving holidaymakers stranded. Wow. I'm not, yes. I'm not aware of this one. And apparently when I Googled this, like I basically I Googled what could be the worst film sequel um, in, in the history of film sequels. Uh, I basically Googled... Who's on a plane? Oh, okay, yes. Which um, Samuel L. Jackson, I don't think, has agreed to make yet. <laughs> um, but and, and apparently, something similar happened on a Delta Airlines flight. So basically, it, it looks like somebody shat on the floor of the toilet of the plane. Right. And it looks like, according to a load of people on Twitter who were on the plane, easy to get used that as the excuse to cancel the flight. Right. There was obviously something going on. There was a massive delay, and they've basically gone, "Oh, somebody's shat on the floor of the toilet. We're going to have to cancel the flight." Right. Okay. So I think I think EasyJet were probably trying to pull a fast one. They were probably looking for some a reason to cancel the flight oh, yeah. that would mean they didn't have to pay out compensation to everyone who was on the flight. I right. Think. <laughs> but it also says uh, it comes after a plane was forced to make an emergency landing last month. So the month before after a passenger's extreme diarrhea was deemed a biohazard. And that is the flight from Atlanta to Barcelona was two hours in when the traveller had the runs all the way down the plane, nice. in quotes. <laughs> I reckon what's happened there, Baz, is that EasyJet have gone, oh, fuck, we've got a delay here. We've got a plane full of passengers. We're going to have to pay them all 500 euros each. Yep. Um, but, oh, hold on. Did you hear on the news the other week about that? Yeah. It's a biohazard. Somebody's pooed in the toilet, yeah. <laughs> but missed. And that means it's a biohazard, and we don't have to pay you a thing. <laughs> uh, moving on to November. Um, oh, it was the climate conference, the COP28 in November, in Dubai, of all places, where I had to fly in jets to go over to them. 
Yes. Uh, it's when all the countries sign an agreement, uh, uh, transition away from f- from fossil fuels and energy systems. This is what, uh, I bet Dubai can't wait for that to yes, happen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so it's basically just a whole load of, like, you know, some of the biggest nations of people meeting up there to go, oh, we're going to be looking, we're going to be looking to look like we're being better for the planet. But in the meantime... Promise to do something. Yeah. They'll yeah do everybody promises all. to do something. Yeah. Anyway, that was, that was a proper news story for November in 2023. That was. But, well, you know, uh, Baz, um, this next story, um, I've got three stories for December, so I bumped this one into November because I wish I'd known about it in November because we could have covered it on the podcast and we could have potentially um, helped people avoid injury. Got you. Um, doctors warn uh, an increased risk of penile fractures over Christmas. <coughs> okay. Well, there you yes. go. <laughs> For many, Christmas is the most wonderful time of the year, but doctors have warned that the festive season is also associated with a significant increase in embarrassing injuries into the in the bedroom. Right. Okay. Right. And I'll repeat the warning that it says in this news article now. Warning: the story below contains descriptions of sexual injuries. So, ladies and gentlemen, the story I'm about to say contains descriptions of sexual injuries. Yes. Which you would expect a story about breaking your cock yeah. to to include. Anyway, penile fractures are considered a medical emergency and offer often heralded by an audible crack followed by severe pain. Yep. Urologists in uh, in Munich, Germany, uh, warn such injuries are caused by in quotes a forceful bending of the erect penis during aggressive sexual intercourse featuring unusual sexual positions. Yeah. It says EG reverse cowgirl, ladies and gentlemen. So there's your warning. Yep. Um, in addition to the audible crack and severe pain, they are also followed by a rapid loss of erection, swelling, and bruising. The doctors added. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> the study found penile fractures occur most likely during sex in unconventional scenarios, such as in extramarital affairs or unusual locations. Right. Okay. So this is why I wanted to say it before Christmas, and sorry, I don't, but remember it for next Christmas, yes. people. Um, and Harry. If you're going to nip out to, uh, in behind a pub again, just be careful. You don't snap your cock. Yes. Because it sounds like that is uh, why it happens at Christmas. <laughs> right, right, December. News stories, December, nothing. I'm not even going to bother with what it was about because it's just all doom and gloom and shit. Oh, well, Baz, I will, uh, <laughs> I will rectify that on Good. the doom and gloom. Um, so, um, in December... BBC presenter Miriam Mashiri gives the middle finger live on air. I'm going to show you a video, Baz. Yep. So if you are watching on uh, Facebook or YouTube, okay, I'll show you what was seen, and then I will show you a video of the full video of what happened prior to it. Okay? Live from London, this is BBC <laughs> That's News. tremendous, isn't it? <laughs> that is tremendous. So if you were watching TV in London on that day, that is what you would have seen. Just a, a understandably, trivia. understandably, that caused a huge fur- furor, we'll, we'll call it, whether it's pronounced like that or not. If you are listening on the audio version, basically a very serious BBC journalist, as the credits to the news finish, She's got a stupid look on her face with her middle finger raised. And then she cuts to full, straight, serious news face. And then, so like, BBC London or whatever it was. 
Um, so obviously she got like into loads of shit for doing that. Um, and she apologized on Twitter and said, I wasn't, uh, it wasn't directed at viewers. It wasn't malicious. I was having a joke with people in the gallery, which sounded like bullshit. Sounded like a ziff. You've just been caught out and you're using that as an excuse. But I will now show you a version of the video which shows what happened before that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Live from London, this is BBC. So clearly, everybody who saw that can spot the moment she thought she was going to be live on television. Yes. Um, versus the moment she actually was live on television. So again, picture painting pictures with words for the people listening on the audio. She's basically counting down from like eight, seven, six. Stupid faces waving her hands about, counting the numbers down. When it gets to two, she does two fingers up. When it gets to one, she does middle finger. She drops the middle finger, serious news face on, thinking that's when the uh, the live broadcast kicked in. But unfortunately, she got her timing wrong. Yep. <laughs> Genius. But yeah, she must have been, and I don't know, I'm pretty sure she hasn't lost a job or anything like no. that. But, but can you imagine the, you know, like when you're at school and you do something wrong and a teacher catches you yeah. and you get that hot flush. Yeah, yeah. She must have had the hot flush of all hot flushes yeah, yeah. at that point. Yeah, yeah. And has to carry on with a serious <laughs> news, po- uh, news program from that point. That must have been a nightmare to carry on thinking, I'm fucked. <laughs> So the only news story I've got left for the year, Baz, is um, I'm pretty sure everybody um, would have heard about this. Uh, it doesn't matter what part of the world you're listening in. I'm sure you would have uh, you would have heard about this news story. Um, I'll just read out the... Uh, now, I'm not going to prejudge anyone uh, on this. I'm just going to read out the headline exactly as it is. Um, uh, Morrison's extremely disappointed after customer sell milk bottle of urine in weekly shop. Um, there's not really a great lot to say about this in terms of explanation, but um, there is a photo of the um, Morrison's milk bottle or milk carton yep. that is, I would say, a third full of um, human piss. Yep. Um, and this came to light because Adam Bell, or Adam Grant Bell, if you want to follow him on uh, Twitter, <laughs> not calling it X, um, he added Morrison's into the tweet and he put, Dear Morrison's, you're normally quite good about telling us about substitutions in our shopping orders, but you didn't alert us to your substitution of a bottle of urine instead of my unspoken request not to be sent a bottle of urine. (laughs) So that was his joke that he sent, which I think is pretty good. Because there was loads of, when I was, again, when I was searching for Morrison's piss delivery or something, um, there was another one that apparently some woman had complained that her delivery looked like it was covered in piss. And she went nuts to the... I love the fact that this guy's first thing, it's like, he's found his... He's got his delivery and he's picked a, an, a carton of milk up that contains nothing but a third of a carton of human piss. <laughs> and he's not gone nuts. He's not contacted Morrison's and gone ape shit with him and said, this is outrageous. He's gone on Twitter and just decided to make a joke of it. Yeah. And I think that's brilliant. Yeah, a- I think more people should be like 
What's he got? More people should be like Adam Bell. Yeah, and also, like, if you're shrewd enough, you realise it could go viral, which gets you, you know, gets you like views and likes, as we like. Very clever. Yeah, but I love the fact that uh, Morrison's response was they're extremely disappointed. Yes, because they are. <laughs> um, we're extremely disappointed to hear about this incident and have been in touch with the customer to offer them a full refund on their shopping order. It's completely unacceptable. I said. There are some things Morrison's really didn't need to say on this, didn't they? Exactly. It's completely unacceptable to send them a third of a carton of piss. Um, and we are carrying out a full investigation into what's happened. I'll tell you what's happened. A man's had a piss yep. into that. And, but yeah, I think the investigation is probably into how that ended up. Why somebody would piss into a carton in Mar- near, anywhere near Morrison's. Uh, but also how that ended up being delivered to somebody. You would have thought there are cert- there are a number of occasions along the supply chain pr- process there. Yeah, I that that might have been identified as not being a carton of milk. That feels like an inside job, there, doesn't it? <laughs> it's not a job, Buzz. It's urine. <laughs> and on that bombshell. <laughs> We will leave it there for this week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks for listening to everything we've done. The 3,315 minutes plus however long this is once I've edited yes. it. Please don't forget to don't forget to share this with your friends. Um, and also, like I say, if you haven't already, go to facebook.com slash mildlypod. Um, leave us a recommendation, a five-star review, and rinse the fuck out of us in the comments on that. Um, Thank you so much for listening um, over the year. Um, we love the fact that um, all you lot are enjoying what we do. Um, and uh, we really appreciate all the feedback and uh, everything um, we get from you and all the, the messages and um, all the downloads and everything like that. So thank you again for a, another year of um, brilliance in supporting this uh, this little podcast that me and Baz do. What what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? I've lost, I've lost my voice. It's gone really bad now. I think you, you said everything that I could possibly say, Mike. Okay. Thanks very much, everybody. Uh, goodbye. We will see you next year. And when I say next year, this is going out on the 30th of December. And the next one is a New Year special, which is going to be out on the 3rd of January. So you don't have that long to wait. Thank you very Bye. much. Goodbye. <laughs> Mike. Yeah. Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.